The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And in many ways, I was thinking about this when I was cruising in to do the show here. In many ways, the time we're in right now, it's like a throwback to 2011. The Dallas Mavericks are the biggest story in sports. It's like, where's Jason Kidd? Where's the NBA Finals? Where's Dwayne Wade? Again, you know, the Miami Heat. Well, he's back with Miami now, so it works out very well. Uh, I can't recall the last time we talked Maverick basketball. Typically, it, it is kryptonite on sports radio. When you talk about the Dallas Mavericks, you are asking someone to turn the radio off. Do not listen. It's like a sign from the heavens. Do not listen to this show. We're talking Maverick basketball. But not right now. Not right now. Where do we begin, though? That's the better question. The more pertinent question is where do we begin? Now, Adam Silver, the toothless commissioner of the NBA, he decided to fine Mark Cuban six hundred. dollars Thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars. Now, uh, this is a reaction to a podcast, my favorite podcast, hosted by Doctor J. I, I never even heard of it before, but now that I know that the millennial Doctor J has a podcast, I always download that podcast. Man, is that great! 
it's a, it's just marvelous. Do we? Have, let's go. Let's go to the audio. Here we go. Let's go to the audio tip. This is what you want to hear. What six hundred thousand dollars sounds like? Here's what six hundred thousand dollars sounds like. I'm probably not supposed to say this, but like I just had dinner with a bunch of our guys the other night, mm-hmm. and here we are. We, you know, we weren't competing for the playoffs. I was like, look, losing is our best option. You know, Adam would hate, hate <laughs> right, hearing right. that. But I, at least I sat down and I explained it to him. And I explained what our plans were going to be this summer, that we're not going to tank again. This was like right. a year and a half of tanking, and that was too brutal for me. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go yeah, after That's a hard so, conversation. But, but being transparent, I think that's, yeah. that's the key to being a, a quote-unquote player's owner and having stability. Yeah. Now, to be fair, Adam Silver also fined Dr. J $300,000 because he was, he was a party to that, unless he didn't. Uh, but Dr. Dr. Jay should have to pay some of that, right? I mean, he was the one doing the interview. Bad job by him. All right, so essentially, what is $600,000 to Mark Cuban? He is worth $3.3 billion. So I've determined that if you do the Maller math on this, $3.3 billion, you take away $600,000, it's kind of like taking a empty bag of potato chips off the side of the road and then announcing you have cleaned the highway, all right? Not just that highway, every highway. All of the highways in North America. I'm not just talking in the U.S. I'm talking Mexico. I'm talking Canada. They've all been cleaned because you picked up one potato chip wrapper that was empty. Yeah, I, I, I think the math works out to 0.02% of the net worth of Mark Cuban, which means when Mark Cuban gets up in the morning, and he will get up in the morning on Thursday, when he wakes up and he does what he all, we all do, he stares in the mirror, maybe he brushes his teeth, he then drops a bowel movement. While all of that is going on, he's made more money than the NBA find Mark Cuban. See, but even that, that is small potatoes. That is like a side dish to the 800-pound gorilla. That is involved in this. There's like there's there's several layers as you you peel back the curtain here on the Dallas Mavericks. That Sports Illustrated story, which we touched on last night, and was able to read it in its entirety. I don't know how I was able to do that, but I was. I was working eyeballs and I learned how to read. Uh, so I read it, and it chronicles the what they call the animal house like antics going on under Mark Cuban's nose. In the Mavericks front office, and I'm going to assume you've you've seen it. You've at least seen some of it. Maybe you didn't read the whole thing. Um, But the the key parts of this, Mark Cuban, since this story was dropped a little over 24 hours ago, Mark Cuban has been handing out pink slips like they are samples of meatballs at Costco. Uh, You get a meatball, you get a meatball, you get a meatball. In this case, you get a pink slip, you get a pink slip, and you, you also get a pink slip. Uh, and, and so he, he's loading it up, and you know, Cuban has whacked the former CEO of the team. Uh, he was the one that was going around. I don't know if we can say this word or not. Can we say the word that he was uh, he was saying that the women were going to do instead? Of, can we say we can say that right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like in in the locker room. If there's a bunch of reporters standing around an athlete, they call that the gangbang is what they call that, right? That's the term, that's the technical television term when there's a bunch of camera people there. That was a term also used in a different context, I don't know why, by the former president and CEO of the Mavericks who was uh, just throwing that out there to random uh, female employees. Now, Cuban got rid of him. He also whacked 
the team propagandist, uh, the beat writer, who all these guys that work for the teams are hired to spread the team propaganda. That's their job. Uh, and this guy had committed multiple acts of domestic assault, and including somebody who had worked for the Mavericks. Uh, he gone. Uh, he's out of there, according to this story. But wait, there's more. Uh, Cuban also whacked the head of human resources for the Dallas Mavericks. That person has let go. So let's discuss here. Let's talk about it. Now, the question, what are the chances? Now, I did this yesterday. I want to update it. What are the chances that Mark Cuban is forced to sell the Mavericks? And we'll say 0 to 100. 100% means he's he's Donald Sterling. Uh, he's got to sell the team. Right? That's it. No, no other options. 100%. Uh, you know what that also means? That means he is the Carolina Panthers owner. He is Jerry Richardson. Got to sell the team. That's 100%. Uh, I'm going to go low on this. And I read the story and I saw all of the tawdry claims by Mavericks uh, employees against Mavericks employees. I'm going to go 20%. I'm I'm comfortable at 20%. I like 20%. I'm going 20%. My thoughts on this, you've got direct versus circumstantial. Take your medicine, the punching bag, and reality mogul. We'll tie all these things together. Now, number one... There is a pile of circumstantial evidence that implies Mark Cuban had knowledge or at least should have had knowledge of what was going on under his watch. However, he still has the plausible deniability card. He's playing that card. And so even though it's disingenuous considering that Mark Cuban has crowed, been very braggadocious, about the fact that he's a hands-on owner, the most hands-on owner in the NBA. The guy sits behind the Mavericks bench. He rubs the tuchus of Dirk if he needs it. I mean, that, that's how in-depth Mark Cuban is as the Mavericks owner. So, And this CEO was in charge of the Mavericks front office for, what, 18 seasons. The guy worked in the Mavericks front office, I believe. And Cuban was completely in the dark on all of this. That means one of two things. That means, A... Cuban is clueless. B, he's got blinders on. Either way, that's not a good outcome. Either way, that's not a good outcome. Now, nevertheless, Cuban can ride the storm out. And it's a big storm. He can ride it out, though, as long as there is no direct evidence tying him to this. Meaning that he was the one that was saying the things and he was the one that was beating the women up. As long as there's no direct evidence, he can can ride it out. He can get away with it. Uh, fingerprints, DNA, problem. None of it yet. We're not there yet. Uh, now, number two, when you talk the talk, and he does talk the talk, you then have to accept the res- the results of your your talk, right? He, Cuban is a basketball blowhard. That is what this guy is. He's a basketball blowhard. He's been tossing out bombs from his ivory tower here to a number of people celebrities, non-celebrities. He's got an opinion on everything, which is good for talk radio. Uh, But when you are a rabble rouser, and that's what he is, then you make a misstep, blows up in your face. Has President Trump tweeted yet about Mark Cuban? I haven't seen that yet. I'll have to check the Twitter feed. I was doing something else. I wasn't monitoring the president's Twitter feed. Now, as a result here, Cuban is going to suck it up. He's going to have to suck it up, take his medicine, He is now the punching bag, and so far it has been standard 
The re- reaction's been standard. It's by the book. Crisis management. We've seen enough scandals over the years to know how this works. Cuban went out. Uh, he said, you know, bad job by me. He hired an independent law firm. The, these are all things you're supposed to do. He handled uh, the, you know, he, he said, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own it here. Uh, and he's bringing in experts to educate the staff, those training sessions, which always work so well, uh, and, you know, counseling, he's being offered, all this stuff, all by the book. And he said there are problems in the Mavericks organization, and we've got to fix it, also by the book. So you know, Cuban also, he's, listen, he's got his tail between his legs. That's, that's called it like it is. He's got his tail between his legs at this particular point. So he's taking his medicine. He's the punching bag. Now, another reason to think that he's going to survive this, even though some in NBA circles have have pointed their finger and they've said, hey, this guy is a an enemy. He's a nemesis of the front office, the ownership, the, the, the commissioner's office of the NBA, Adam Silver and those guys. He, this is not going to be the, the death blow because the other owners are going to have to vote him out. And the chances of that happening, again, I'm going low. I'm going 20%. And the reason why is Mark Cuban is more than just an owner. He's a celebrity. But even more than that, forget the celebrity stuff. And he has become a pop culture type of person. He's a reality mogul with Shark Tank and other things he's been a part of. So with that, that does help. He crosses over his celebrity. But more than that, Sports Illustrated now with Jerry Richardson's investigation, they've now... Uh, they've, they've had two stories involving N- NFL and NBA owners. Richardson's going to sell. I don't believe Cuban's going to have to sell. Uh, but this is what they have. Sports Illustrated, uh, whether there was a mandate or not, it would appear this is the direction Sports Illustrated is going. They are, they're going to find their niche because people haven't read Sports Illustrated since Peter Gammons wrote for Sports Illustrated. And so what they're going to do is they're going to go out of their way to find – these type of so and these these things are ever and it's another reason to think that Cuba's not going to be voted out because if Sports Illustrated did an in depth investigation on I don't know the Lakers uh, or the Golden State Warriors you can pick any team you're going to find stuff you might not find as much stuff as the Dallas Mavericks it might not be as open but I'm of the cynical nature that you would find plenty of stuff uh, elsewhere uh, that you know wouldn't maybe be to the level that the the Mavericks are at so if you want to go down morality highway. You're going to have to get rid of a lot of owners in the NBA. So the Ben Mather Show on Fox. On Fox, we'll take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Mather. So I was uh, getting ready for the show. We were in a production meeting. Uh, we'll bring in Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie Garcia. So we're, we're in our production meeting. And I hear this loud scream from down the hall, and I'm like, man, what's going on? And it was like, this guy was really excited. We were like, I, I was talking to Danny G. I was like, man, this guy's really excited about that, that dopey women's hockey game. Oh, Who else cares about it. that, right? Stop it. And, and so it turned out, Eddie, though, he wasn't excited. He was screaming profanity at the television because he was stuck here in the editing department until the damn oh, hockey game ended. Who was that? And, I want names. I don't know who it was, but it was somebody in the editing department who yeah. was screaming. Do your job, jerk. No, listen, his job, he didn't want to stay overtime for a stupid game. Who USA! 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 Yeah, wrap yourself in the flag, patriot. I will. 
Uh, the USA has just beaten Canada 3-2 in a yeah, shootout for the gold medal in women's ice hockey. Oh, my life is so much Stuck better now. Stuck on that, Canada. My life is so much better now. Those Canadian women will not be allowed back in Canada. They are crying in their Molsons right now. It's all over. They will be forced to move to North Korea now. They have disrespected the maple leaf. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you had the San Antonio Spurs getting past the Golden State Warriors in the NBA playoffs, it would appear you are a loser. Uh, Now, I, I would think you know why, but maybe you have not been paying attention. You've been so enthralled in other activities that you've not been doing your due diligence with the the world of NBA news. They haven't played in like a month. They've had a month off the NBA. They've decided they want to have plenty of rest and relaxation over the All-Star break. Good for them. It's a very European mindset they have in the NBA. They're on holiday. That's what they're on. They're on holiday. That's not how we usually roll, but uh, hey, why not? Uh, so Kawhi Leonard is not walking through that door. He could walk through that door. He's chosen not to walk through that particular door. Uh, Greg Popovich went on the record on this, uh, and I think we have the audio on this. I believe we do. Uh, Pop, when he is not uh, trashing the President of the United States and uh, ranting about white privilege, uh, he occasionally talks about basketball. Uh, Here is Popovich uh, commenting on Kawhi Leonard and the fact that he ain't coming back. Well, apparently Coop did not get it, so I, I apologize. I thought we had it. I sent it to Coop earlier, but we don't have it. All right, anyway, uh, so Greg Popovich revealed. Just pretend I'm Greg Popovich. Who cares? I send stuff. It doesn't get done. What do you want from me? I got it. All right, Greg Popovich revealing that he'd be very surprised if Kawhi Leonard's quad returned this season, right? If it you know, returned this season, uh, he went on there, a bunch of basketballs dribbling in the background, and he ran it and raved and all that. We only have X number of games left this season, and uh, he's still not ready to go. And uh, if by some chance he is, it's going to be pretty late into the season, and it's going to be a tough decision, uh, you know, how late to bring somebody back. So that's why I'm just trying to be honest and logical. Uh, I'll be surprised if he gets back this year. How many basketballs do you think were being dribbled in the background? I love our balls. A lot of basketballs. Man. What's the better sound on the radio? Basketballs being dribbled behind a soundbite or the sound of baseballs being hit during batting practice? Better ambient noise on radio. What would you rather hear in the background? Uh, the basketballs are consistent and loud. Like, you get the horn occasionally. Like, the, the baseballs being a, a well-hit baseball in the background sounds pretty good. But it, it, it's... The swing of the bat, then there's like a pause between pitches, so it's not as consistently loud uh, as it is in basketball with the dribbling. Anyway, so let's talk about this now. Woj, he dropped a Woj bomb, big Woj bomb. Uh, He claims that Kawhi Leonard, for 10 long days and nights before the All-Star break, was hanging out in New York City. He was hanging out with, uh, with Real Talk there and Gotham doing his thing. Uh, and he was taking counsel with a specialist. 
He wanted intel, meaning a second opinion, on this right quad injury. And apparently it didn't go well uh, because we've also learned that Kawhi Leonard, he has been medically cleared to play by the medical staff for the Spurs, but he doesn't want to play. He doesn't think he's right, so he doesn't want to play. So the question here is, with the information we have, we have Kawhi Leonard, who we've been told is medically cleared to play, doesn't want to play. He's going around doctor shopping. And you have Greg Popovich saying he ain't going to come back. So where are you on this with the Kawhi Leonard situation, with the information that we now know? My viewpoint, you've got frustration, the tipping point, and overrated. We'll bind all those things together. First of all, you do not have to be some highfalutin NBA insider that wears glasses to know that this is a toxic situation. Greg Popovich and the organization in the Alamo City, they have reached critical mass with Kawhi Leonard in terms of frustration. They've been very patient, very, very patient. Kawhi Leonard was supposed to come back at the beginning of the year, and he did he didn't come back at the beginning of the NBA season. He did come back and play in some games, and then he exited stage right. He was only supposed to miss the first couple weeks of the NBA regular season. It has been a prolongated situation. And it sounds like he will never play again for the Spurs. Doesn't it have that feel to it? Like he's just not going to play again. Certainly not this season. And as a result, the Spurs – they're, they're at their tipping point when it comes to Kawhi Leonard. If, if the medical staff, that's accurate, the medical staff has said, okay, you're good to go. We've looked at your quad. You can play. Now, they're not always right. They do work for the team. I get that. But if you've been cleared to play and you have then defied that, you've gone around and circumvented the process or process and you've gone and seen other medical opinions, that tells us that it is very, very small the chance that this is going to have a happy conclusion for the Spurs and for Kawhi Leonard. So they're going to have to mix and match with Murray and Anderson and all these guys that have generic names, uh, and they will be out there for the foreseeable future in San Antonio, which is good news for the Rockets. It's good news for the Golden State Warriors. Now, secondly, my working theory on this, there's three possibilities. I've done the legwork for you. I'm a guy that comes up with answers. I'm a one-man operation here. I'm a think tank, but I'm one guy, okay? Here are the three options for for Kawhi Leonard. A, there's medical malpractice that the the doctor that has looked at Kawhi Leonard is bad at his job. Uh, Someone botched this, and Kawhi Leonard is damaged, and it's nothing to do with him. It's, It's bad medicine. That's option A. Option B is that Kawhi is a Mr. Softy. And he drives around in a soft-serve truck around San Antonio, and he has a very low pain threshold, and he's only willing to play if he's 100%, and he's acting like a privileged little brat. That's that's option number B, or, or B, letter B. And the last option here, option C, Kawhi really does not want to play in San Antonio. That that, sto- that story that popped up a couple weeks back is a legitimate story, that it's got legs, and this is his way of creating an exit plan to leave the building, get out of there. So you're going to go with A, medical malpractice, B, Mr. Softy, or C, 
I'm out of here. Arrivederci to the Spurs. Now, I'm going to say the odds are B. I'm going to go with B as the favorite. I hope it's C. I want to go with C. The better story is C. The better story is I don't like Popovich. I'm tired of living in San Antonio. I want to get out of here. He's a disgruntled NBA star. He's in the middle of a five-year contract. He's locked up with the Spurs till the year 2020. You talk about being locked up. It's like you're in a labor camp, a political labor camp, uh, because you're going to get $18 million this year, actually almost $19 million for Kawhi Leonard this year. He's got another $41 million over the next couple of years. So the struggle is real uh, for, financially for Kawhi Leonard. See, we can stretch this out. We, we can spitball that there's a grudge with Greg Popovich, and he wants to play in the big city. The bright lights of the big city. Uh, if it is B that Leonard is just Mr. Softy, which is also a good possibility here, that's the favorite, uh, then is this Derrick Rose 2.0? Are we looking at the new Derrick Rose of the NBA, which means he'll go to the Knicks. Kawhi Leonard will play for the Knicks. If he is Derrick Rose 2.0, he will be a knickerbocker. That is the case. Uh, now, the last thing, last thing, I, I, I have not changed my position. We, we got into it during the NBA playoffs last year. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, I still put him in the overrated list. Now, do the Spurs need Kawhi Leonard? Yes. Are the Spurs better with him? Absolutely. Uh, there's no question on that. He's a necessary evil. However, that does not mean that he's not overrated. You can be required to be part of the team. You can be necessary to be on the team, and yet you can still be overrated. He's 26 years old. He appears to be brittle. And as we always point out, overrated does not mean that Kawhi Leonard is bad. It doesn't mean he's terrible. It simply implies, as we have repeated over the years here, that you are not as good as the mainstream thinks you are. Right? And I, I said it last year, I've not changed my position on this, that Kawhi Leonard, uh, while he has certainly enjoyed success with the San Antonio Spurs, it is a, more of a product of environment, meaning that if you dropped him onto the Phoenix Suns roster, the Atlanta Hawks, or any of the other woe-be-gone, sorrowful, pathetic cesspool franchises in the NBA, any of those teams, uh, Kawhi does not put them on the map. They don't get noticeably better with Kawhi Leonard on their team. There are other headlines. You put LeBron James on the Phoenix Suns or the Atlanta Hawks. You know, a couple of years ago, they'd be really good. Now he's past his prime, so it wouldn't be as good, but he'd still be better. All right, it is the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Your thoughts on all of that? And you can join us. There's a line open for you at 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller, and you can be part of all of the fun. All of the fun here. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie slash Judas Garcia is in the building. Now the right San Antonio there. Spurs sit third in the Western Conference. Uh-huh. Their percentage points in front of the Timber Puppies. That's your, not their name, Eddie. Your percentage, They're not the Timber Puppies. Your percentage on the Spurs to win the NBA Finals before this news and now after uh, this well, news. Well, before they were only at like 20%, and that's, that's being very generous at 20%. Now they're at 5%, and they're, the only reason they still have a 5% chance is because there's a possibility 
that like James Harden and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry all, would run into each other <laughs> into a giant ball of human flesh, and they'd all miss the that rest of the postseason. That would be a big story. Yes. That would be a big story. So I'm going five percent on that. Now the generous, better, I would say, honestly. Yes. The better story though is the Spurs have won fifty. They've gotten to fifty wins. For what? I think they're at, is it 18 straight now? They're at 18 straight 50 wins. That's decent. Seasons. Yeah, not bad. Longest streak in NBA history. So to get to 50 wins this year for the 19th consecutive season, they have to win 15 more games. They have to win 15 more games to get to that point. The projection, the computer nerds have done the math on this, and based on the schedule and some of the computers say the Spurs have the hardest remaining schedule, the toughest remaining schedule in the NBA. So they're projected to not even win 50 games, that the Spurs are going to finish below the 50-win mark, that they'll get to 48 wins. That's what the projection is uh, for San Antonio. So if you believe the computers, if you believe advanced uh, technology, the Spurs are effed. They are effed. You know, 15-8, and eight, 23 games to go. They they've been one they're one in five in the month of February before the All Star break, and they have the toughest schedule in the NBA the rest of the way. Hmm. Fifteen hmm. and eight. Got to get to fifteen wins. That's what you hmm. got to do. Got to get that fifteen win total. Very exciting, Eddie, to get to fifteen wins. The the last. How about the fact the All Star break happens and there's less than twenty five games to go. Twenty five games or less for most teams. In the NBA. Yeah, they're all rested up for the stretch run now, Ben. Oh, it's going to be better. Oh, no, yeah. no guys taking days off now. No days off. No days off. Do your job. Do your job. Garbage. I think we've made our point. Yes? I think we have. Uh, the peanut gallery of the Maller Militia, very active, and they have checked in. Let's see here. Uh, Mike is going with option C for $500. Now, if you remember, option C on the Maller big board, Kawhi really doesn't want to play in San Antonio, and this is his way of creating an exit strategy. So he's going with C for 500 Chris says he's going with option B, and that's the Mr. Softy. Eddie, you didn't pick one of these, Eddie. You didn't pick one of these. Yeah, I'll, I'll go C also. You're going to go C. So yeah. he does not want to play in San Antonio, and he's trying to – expedite the process, speed it up, get out of there, force the Spurs' hand. They'll grow so agitated, so frustrated, so annoyed that they will trade Kawhi Leonard for pennies on the dollar. Okay. Uh, The matriculator says the NBA needs an improbability drive. That's what he says. Uh, Trucker Mike says, too bad I don't have a guaranteed contract and I can get out of work. Yes, oh, you got to work on that trucker, Mike. You got to—I don't understand why they don't give truck drivers guaranteed contracts. I don't get it. I mean, my my contract—I got a ten-year contract here. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's why I'm moonlighting at other places. You know, I just because you know I'm bored. That's it. Clearly, our buddy Fernando's listening in Vegas. He says, uh, "Release Leonard. The owner Peter Holt can afford it." There you go. Yeah, they're, they're going to eat the contract. Yeah, they'll put some barbecue sauce on it. Maybe they'll get some hot sauce and they'll eat the $40-plus million left on Kawhi Leonard's contract. That's, that's reasonable. It's an absolutely reasonable position to have. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. We bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coupe de Loup. Much to this may of Chiefs fans, there are rumors around that the team is looking to trade star cornerback Marcus Peters. Now, the reasoning behind the supposed idea is that Peters is more trouble than he's worth. Do you agree, Ben? Uh, no, absolutely not. I, I do not. I mean, there's whispers that Clark Hunt, uh, the guy in charge there, is not happy with the reputation of Marcus Peters and what he did last year and all that. That's been tossed around. But I, I've seen, A, I've seen little evidence that Marcus Peters' performance has slipped. And he is the centerpiece of that Chiefs defense. Yeah, he's a loose cannon. He's a damn good player. You're not going to get equal value in return. And if he's a locker room cancer, as long as he's producing, you can put up with him. And it, I'm telling you, if the Chiefs end up trading this guy, they're going to get some random draft picks, a couple of lottery tickets. You're, you're not going to get a proven playmaker in return. Those type trades don't happen in the NFL. So keep him. You're better off with him than without him. If you want to win, next. Christian Yelich of the Marlins thinks that. No, no, he's not even on the Marlins anymore. He got traded. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's with the Brewers. Oh, well, he's still yeah. commenting on the Marlins. He thinks yeah. that, quote, everything changed for the Marlins after the death of Jose Fernandez. Yeah. Now, uh, Yelich continued on to explain that everybody figured that their window to win was with him. Ben, do you think that's when everything changed? Uh, well, it changed. I mean, that, that is an ex- exaggeration, though, to say that that is the the moment where everything went haywire. I mean, that, that's that spin. First of all, if Jose Fernandez had not done a bunch of cocaine and booze and killed himself and two of his friends in a boat, and he was still pitching, the Marlins would have still been broken up. Derek Jeter and the people that are running the, the finances, they don't want to pay money. Right? They are a bunch of tightwads, so they wouldn't have paid Jose Fernandez. And secondly, Fernandez, he'd be pitching right now for the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Cubs if he had had been alive today. I mean, the mission statement of the Marlins is to push the reset button every five years or so. That's what they do. And if, you know, bring in some new minor leaguers, spice it up, wash, rinse, repeat. Next! Now, there are reports that Michael Jordan is looking to bring Mitch Kupchak into the Hornets organization. Kupchak That's your guy, Kupchak. Yeah, of course. He's well-known as a lifelong Laker, having spent over 30 years with the organization. 23 of them as the team's GM. Do you think this is something that Hornets fans should be excited about, Ben? No, of course not. This is nepotism, okay? Michael Jordan, his master plan is to bring all of his old guys from North Carolina together. Right? That's his plan. He doesn't care about anything else. He wants to bring all the Tar Heels together. Mitch Kupchak, nice guy. Uh, I love how he analyzes the salad bar at Staples Center. I used to go to those games all the time. Uh, But, no, he's a proven puppet. And Jordan, he's a North Carolina guy. Buzz Peterson, a former Jordan teammate who's what, you know, Jordan's going to hire eventually. All right. So, yeah. All right. How do we do? That's a winner. That is a winner. Thank you you very much. Winner. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It's Ask Ben time. Your questions are answers. Submitted via social media and also the old-fashioned way on email. But most of it comes in on our Twitter account, my Twitter account, at Ben Maller, and also the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show, and the Master of Ceremonies for Ask Ben, the Coupe de Loop. 
All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question for you. All right. This is from Cardiac Stanley on Twitter. Glad you're alive, Stanley. I would be very disappointed if you died. Ben, what was your exit velocity when you played baseball at Saddleback? Uh, well, I didn't play baseball at Saddleback. I was a first-round pick in radio. I was very compelling as a broadcaster, and that was where I directed my focus. I, I, I could have, if I had played baseball, my exit velocity would have been 8,000 miles an hour. That would have been my exit velocity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, another question for you, Ben. Back-to-back, face-to-face, belly-to-belly. This is from the little troller. Oh, a troller. Good. Ben, will we see the Jetsons-type vehicles in our lifetime? Well, let's see. Depends how old you are. I say by the time I kick the bucket, there will be the prototype of the Jetsons vehicle, and somewhere like in Dubai, they'll test it out, but not in America. So I'm going to say it will not regularly be used in my lifetime I hope I live long enough to see it, but there'll be a prototype, so we'll kind of get an idea before we check out what it's like. All right, next. All right, this is for the whole crew. Uh, this is from Ernie on Twitter. Hi, Ernie. What Winter Olympic event do you think you could actually do or would like to do, and curling is not an option? No, you can't. See, you cannot eliminate curling. Yeah, that's what he, it's, well, it's no, his cause, question. Because that's the one that we wanted to answer. Well, well that's I, why he eliminated I could do the bobsled. I think, wouldn't that be great? Bobsled? No? I don't think your time would be very good. I'd be great. There's one thing in could sports you, Could you where, fit in the bobsled, Ben? I'm lean and mean. What are you talking about? I could do that. I don't know about the lean part. I, I could handle that, man. Yeah. What, what else? The skeleton? You could do that? Stop. Go pretty fast that down would, the hill? Yes, yeah, I think you would get some. Talk about uh, exit velocity. I don't believe in momentum, but that's one area I do believe in momentum, the skeleton. That's one area where momentum <laughs> does exist. Is that a group question, or is that just for me? That's a group a, question. All right, go ahead, Eddie. Go well, ahead. I'd have to go hockey since I no, actually play hockey. hockey. I would, I would be no, terrible no, at it because I'm hockey. slow, but I, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Do the biathlon or something like that. You know? No, I would die. I would have a heart attack with that. <laughs> uh, Danny? When I was a kid, I was a decent skateboarder. At, at least is had that good, in the Olympics? Good, no, but snowboarding, snowboarding yeah, is. It so, maybe. Yeah, it might translate to one of the snow, snowboarding events. All right. Although those big half pipe things, Danny, that, that really yeah, my scary. friend had you a, just like go down the middle. <laughs> my friend built a half pipe in his backyard, and I got Coop to the, has a half pipe. I, I had got, a full pipe. <laughs> I got ah. to the point where I was pretty fearless on it, but man, that first time you dropped on the ramp, it was so scary. Coop actually told me off the air he's all about the figure skating. He'd like to be a figure skater. Yeah, no, uh, I would. I would like to do like the the downhill event and skiing. I think that would be. I think that'd be fun. I'd crap my pants. Yeah, no, it, it well, looks you, scary, but I would should I would like to give it a Cleanse go. yourself before you go down, and then you don't have to worry Adult about it. Adult diaper. <laughs> you might wet your diaper. Yeah. All right, next. Now, ask Ben. Your questions are answered. This is another one for the whole crew. I don't know if we've asked this in the past, but we have new listeners all the time. Uh, no, we don't. Yes, we do. Uh, this is from <laughs> Christian on Facebook. Oh, hi, Christian. For the crew, have you ever shoplifted? If so, what and where? Uh, no, I mean, when you're a kid, maybe you grab a couple of peanuts when you're in the market, but, uh, but other than that, you know, you eat them in the store. Who does A couple do that? peanuts. What's, well, yeah, like, you know, you, when your you said, shopping, Ben, yeah, like back in the day, they had those little containers yeah, of they, like back in the food, old days, yeah, like, uh, and you just, snacks and before, you your, just, before your mom slaps your wrist and yeah. says, Hey, stupid, don't be eating those. Uh, and then like one time I, I was in, when I was in college, I was at a radio convention and we did like a dine and ditch. It was not my plan though. 
It was not my plan. I had the money. The other dopes didn't have the money. So, down and ditch. Uh, but no, I don't recall you. Eddie? Yeah, I did actually. Ooh, I stole good. stole like a pack of gum when I was like twelve or something, ten, twelve, something like that. Desperado. And I got caught. And they called the cops, and uh, my dad whipped my ass. <laughs> Hard, <laughs> hardcore. You're a criminal, Eddie. You're a hooligan. Well, there is somebody on the staff who I believe stole an ice cream. That's correct. Not too long ago. Yes, while working here. And <laughs> At least I was a dumb uh, kid the company, then. That was back in the days. You know, I paid for that ice no, you cream. I went back and paid yeah, for that. After we cream. scared you that they yeah. told you they were no, security cameras. I was cameras. planning on going back the whole time. You're a hoodlum. <laughs> Danny G? Ben, this is OG Southern California. Do you remember the store Fedco? I do remember Fedco. That was like pre Costco. Yeah, yeah. There, big there box was store. one in the Colton Fontana area. You stole and a TV? No. Okay. My brother and I stole baseball cards from were they Fedco. Up, were, they, were they upper deck tops, Donruss? What were they? Tops. Tops. Okay. Old school. And we got caught. My mom made us return them, and she beat the you know what out of us when we got home. Yeah. My, my older brother stole Legos. <laughs> and, and oh my god it was such a my mom found out she freaked out she had to write a letter of apologies she sent the le, the legos beat the crap out of my brother it was great so that, i never took anything coop you i don't know if i've told this story before but in high school i stole a can of soda from the cafeteria line oh, who hasn't done that and i was caught by jared weaver's mom yeah you did nice. tell that story yeah, you did yeah, tell that yeah. story coop yeah. yeah so that was embarrassing <laughs> you sinner how dare you uh, here's a here's a quick one for everybody on the crew if we can get it in. Uh, when if you're eating a piece of food and it falls on the floor, do you pick it up and eat it or throw it away? That's from the Ben Maller fan. Okay, it depends, A, how big a piece of food it is, how hungry I am, and where I am. I factor all those elements in, but generally I do believe in the five-second rule, so I will eat it. <laughs> Coop? Uh, actually, you know, Eddie, Eddie. If it's out in public, then, yeah, I would not do it. But if it's at my home where my home is clean and it hits, like, the hardwood yeah. floor, yeah, yeah I'm going to eat that. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up. Danny G. Yeah, quickly check the surface and then look at the blow item. on it. You blow yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, dust and it then off pop a little it bit. in real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, that's what, you, that's a, that's what a man new. does. Coop? Yeah, it depends on how delicious the food is, but generally, yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, we all do it. You got to do it. Listen, food is expensive. It is. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 